Hello everybody and welcome to the Level With Me podcast, the podcast created by the iOS Arcade YouTube channel where we play games, we talk about the subscription and anything new that's come onto the iOS app store. This podcast has also been created to go alongside that channel where we can talk about everything Apple and a little bit more informal than the sort of videos that I post on the YouTube channel. And today I have a very special guest who's a primary school teacher. Her name is Stacey and she's going to talk about some gaming, some effects that it has on children and also the sort of safe garden behind it because you never really think about the dangers of video games i know that's a little bit over the top but obviously there are risks with anything let alone just video games so i don't know if you'll just want to say hello to the listeners hi yeah i'm excited to be here and to share my opinion although not an expert i can let you know my experience of things <laughs> it'll be interesting well that's that's why we've brought you on because we need we need a different because on this podcast we've had gamers we've had people that are into apple and they know everything but we also want to get a perspective of people that don't always you know see it from mm. the level we do we're in apple club which is uh, a knowledge bank that you know not everybody has so you, you don't know everything and my questions will fit very well with this podcast today um so there isn't any new games we normally do the podcast on the beginning of the month but we mm-hmm. also said we were always going to do a part two and this is the first part two so welcome mm-hmm. to the part two and i guess <laughs> this is where we're going to be able to talk about some of the topics uh, in gaming in general as well as some of the stuff but the new games i don't know if you've seen the catalog there's been exciting games already released there's been the my 3d bowling which i know you've played um there's um the samaris 3 god's trying to remember all the games off the top of my head um there's the the subway surface tag which has just been released this friday and then there's two more games which i'm very excited for very tower defensey games to come out so but there's nothing to report on those have you played any of the new apple games some of them i think you've introduced me to most of the ones that i've played so what do we do with the bowling one the darts, I remember the darts, that's quite good. What else have we done? We've done um, the Puzzle 3D, we played Overland, there's quite a, you know, quite a, a range. Which one was Overland? Overland was the, the one where you're in the car and you've got to go from level to level. Oh, with yeah. the monsters, yeah, that was Very... quite good. I'm sad about leaving the dogs behind, though. Yes. Uh, but that game, I think I think from the games you've listed, it's either sports games, which you wouldn't really put yourself know, as a sports weird. games fan, or strategy. I like strategy So games. I know you're a massive mm. fan of XCOM. Uh, probably one of the only people I know who's actually <laughs> beaten the game, um, which is a, quite an achievement, so well done. Um, but the new games, are, they're interesting. Obviously, I had Aiden last week or the week before. We talked about those, and he was interested in the games I wasn't. So, And I find that really interesting, that like the world doesn't just centre around your favourite genres and, mm. and having guests on the show... It, it's it's weird to, to hear like someone say oh yeah I want this game and I'm thinking that's that's the last game I thought mm. that was going to be mentioned so but yeah so I'm, I'm excited to see what August has to bring they haven't released it yet that comes out next week um, and I'm trying to think how many weeks there are in August because that sort of defines how many games will be released uh, no, four. I want to say weeks? four. I think I think July's a big month. We had five <laughs> weeks in month. July. Well, yeah, we've had five months in five months in July. Five weeks in July. We've had five releases. So, typically, Apple like to do a Friday thing now. Mm. I don't know how long they've been doing it for, but they they do that. So, but yeah, no new games. Uh, it's weird that, that I, it's it's on my script, but there's nothing to bring, and I haven't played any. Uh, it's been too warm to play some games, I think, on, on my phone. Yeah, the heat wave. <laughs> the heat wave. Um, but yeah, so there's not, not anything I can bring from that. So let's get straight into the topics uh, interview-wise. Let's let the, the listeners get to know you. Um, what was your first ever Apple product? Can you remember what it was? And 
Yeah, it was an iPhone. It was an iPhone. <laughs> it was an iPhone that I didn't look after very well. No. And uh, I'm pretty sure it ended up smashed. Smashed <laughs> like most ones. Can you remember the model and make? Well, not the make, obviously. But oh the... my gosh, it's going back now. <laughs> no. 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 I want to say a five. What was a five like? No, you're uh, definitely not a five. I remember when you had the six. Maybe I had a had. six. You had then. the six, yeah. Do you think that was it? Because I had a Samsung before. Shh. Yeah. And then I had <laughs> <laughs> Apple Arcade One. <laughs> <laughs> I was testing your knowledge there to see if you actually knew which one you got. Which one have you no. got at the moment? Oh, don't do that to me now. 12? Uh, no. <laughs> 10? That's right, yeah, you had the 10S, so you had the ones very similar. You've basically followed me through my iPhone yeah, career. Just copy you through you had the, the 6, you had the 6S in pink, I think it was. Yeah. And then you went to the gold 10S, so that that's what you're on now. I don't know. And I've broken them. Uh, yeah, so, and like regular fan, uh, fashion, them. you've destroyed, I think, three 6S's. Oh, it's 7, no, it's Oh, that one phone that I had to get, like, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. getting replaced. Yeah, I, I was embarrassed to keep mm. going to car phone warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me, please? I'll do it again. Actually, I think you just reminded me of the best story when you when you picked up your replacement phone. Oh, and I dropped it. No, I hope not. You like couldn't hear anybody, what? and it was all muffled, and it was because you left the the, the... <laughs> and the plastic the yeah. whole way around. You left what the plastic on, so it was covering the speaker, and you're like, why is it broken from day one? so yeah but that they're your phones they, they are good phones they were probably the the most oh well the the 10 not the 10s but the 10 was like the most revolutionary in a while and also the iphone 6 was the the big upgrade it was the one i think first introduced after steve jobs died so it was a it was a it was like a new visionary um which to me was it is still in my head the perfect iphone at the time like the camera was great the phone was good it was a great size obviously the first version of it the six was a bit bendy so like the i think the aluminium or steel they used wasn't the, the correct um i guess that density. when it was in the news and yeah, it's like your iphone yeah, yeah. will bend in your pocket or i've that. if you've noticed i don't know whether this is just coincidence but any model that had an S model seems to be the corrections and the better model. So the, the 6 was bendy and then they created the 6S, which wasn't bendy. Mm. It also had um, a 3D touch, which has now been renamed to haptic touch. When you push the screen hard, oh, you, like get a, buzzes back at you. you get a pop-up menu. Mm. Yeah, they're still there, but it isn't. I was very sad when they removed that, but um, I think they removed that in the XR, which is the... another good phone, actually. There's a, there's a few favourites that they've released. And then the 10... I don't know why they released the S model. I can't remember the differences between it. Isn't one bigger? No, no, no. That's that's when the Maxes came out, so the, the bigger phones. But, um, yeah, they always seem to be... There was something with the 10. I can't remember. I don't know if it was software. I'm not too sure with that one. But definitely the 6 had something. The 10? Uh, the phone that I have now? Well, you have the 10S, so... Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know then. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, did they not have a 10? Did they just have a 10S? No, they had a, had 10. a 10. What's the one They skipped the a 9. Oh no, oh, that's an XR, so that's a 10R. So, so you have the S model, which is, um, I'm not sure what the S stands for. I, I always thought it was like Super. sport, or, yeah, or oh, something God. like that. So, but, um, well then that brings the whole conversation of the 5C. Because I thought, everyone goes, oh, it's the 5 cheap. But actually, I think it was more because they were the coloured range, that it was the oh, five colour. Yeah, so the letters do mean something, but I don't think officially they've ever ever said it it's kind of just like apple law that you sort of like kind of know what it is so but i'm not sure what the r and xr would have been so obviously 10 r so but i don't know i don't know oh my god (laughs) so right anyways that 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 is a good chat about the phones and obviously you followed me through 
Shame that you had a Samsung before. Oh, but, uh... Well, I actually really loved my Samsung, sorry. But I did. I really enjoyed that phone. The only reason I went to Apple is because everybody else had Apple. Peer pressure. <laughs> but and now I can't go back to a Samsung because I'll be left behind. Yeah, oh! you'll, be, you'll be judged. You'll be... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be that one friendly in the green yeah. phone that has a Samsung. I, I didn't get WhatsApp till I reckon... I'm trying to think. I I reckon 2020 was Still when I got WhatsApp. WhatsApp, WhatsApp yeah. is okay. I don't well, use many... it to like speak to friends though. Just yeah. The family but how, WhatsApp. But how many of those friends just have Androids on WhatsApp? Because that's I find that people I speak to are either Android users. Like I'm trying to think. Mm. The only person who speaks to me on WhatsApp is my dad, who is is the only iPhone user I know. But that's mainly because he was an Android user, and I was like, look. You're letting the family reputation down here. So we whipped him back onto an iPhone. He hates it, but, you know, he's the only one I speak to. Do you think, is it rude to say that older generations yeah. like a bit of WhatsApp, don't they? They do. Free photo sharing. <laughs> to be honest, though, I think, you know, the older generation don't typically have the iPhones. I know a lot of them that do, and the ones that say, oh, just airdrop at me, it always, like, makes it's me shake like, head. Who are, who, who are, who are we? we? I don't who even we? think they're who a thing we? anymore. Who are we? Since the China incident, I think they've dropped off massively. Like uh, uh, that Samsung, Nokia. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Nokia make phones anymore. Don't think. Do they Blackberry. not? Am I really out of the loop? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think the ones to know are Google Pixel. Wow, we're talking about Android phones <laughs> on an Apple podcast. Uh, we got a Google <laughs> Just Pixel skip this section if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> We've got. Um, I think they call them HD. I don't know if they're HTC still a thing. Sound yeah, right. or there's a there's one that's like a a big. I can't tell. Oh, I'm just like back in the day, now, like Orange, Vodafone. Well, they're the carriers. I don't know what we're doing <laughs> now. Lost the plot. So, but yeah, Where right. Let's let's pull it back. Let's talk more about Apple because again, that that's what we're here for. If you had to pick a favorite function on the iPhone, what would it be? This is like software oh, related. Favorite function. Yeah. What do I do all the time? Hmm. So you could be as simple as like just saying screenshots, like things that like keeps you in the Apple world is mainly what we look at. So Aiden last week talked about how he takes pictures of signs and then just pushes and holds and copies and pastes text. He said that's a massive, massive use. So you oh yeah, the text like selection stuff, that's yeah. really good. I'm just going to have a quick look. You have a quick look. So what obviously... do I do on my phone? Honestly, I don't know. And yeah, I'm on it like all the time. So obviously... The weather? The no, we- that's like completely... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I see, like the weather app. There yeah, we the weather app's very good. Have you seen it in iOS uh, 16? No. Oh, it's insane. Like, now you can get day-by-day forecasts. Can't so, you do that anyway? Though? No. You can get the day forecast, and then you can see the next 10 oh, days. Oh, do you mean, like, it'll mm. tell you the temperature throughout the day of, like... Any day, day of the week. I don't know how oh. they predict it, how they know it. The clouds just, they tell people. I like so. that, and I like the way it shows you your battery. Yeah. That's nice. The little is it a widget <laughs> the widgets. Thing? Yeah, I was I gonna like say every phone shows their battery. So oh yeah. no no no, I meant in the widgets. In the widgets. Though. So yeah, I mean for me features that I it's like just the accessibility. It's a nice phone, stuff. isn't it? Nice. Well yeah. Clean, clear, easy phone. I've got way too many apps. So. And that's that that well that's part of the Apple uh, sort of like feel for it. You get a premium experience with a phone. You can get the same experience on any phone, but this phone allows it to just be more streamlined. Mm. Um, a lot of people ask me like you know you're into photography and videography. Why do you not have like the best camera phone? And it's like because well, you've got a camera. Well that is true, but it's also the fact that it's the software that keeps me in it. Like mm. I prefer to be able to airdrop, talk to my Macs, do all of that. Oh, airdrops amazing, especially mm. from my phone. Like, as a trainee, you have to collect all your evidence and 
and take pictures on my phone and then have it on my Mac in a couple of seconds, upload it, and you're done. Yeah. So, so. cheesy, and then like, what, attaching it to an email? Yeah, well, well, oh. I was saying, I think I said to Aiden, I think in the last podcast, that I, when I used to make videos, I used to have to wait for it to upload to the cloud off my phone, mm. then log on to a web browser, and then download the file, and if the file was like a gig, it would take nine minutes or so, as... With AirDrop, you just click on the video, you press AirDrop. It doesn't matter the size. <gasps> and sharing good. music with Apple Music. I love doing that in the car. It's oh, yeah. like, play this song next, please, and then I'll yeah. send it. Have you heard of SharePlay? That's a new feature that I don't think you would have come across. No, is that like one of those apps, though, where you get like more than one phone to be in sync with the song to make it louder? No, but that is probably a feature that Apple are listening to and going, why have we not done that? No, because that? I'm sure there's an app. There thing. are apps, yeah. Instead but of putting your phone in a cup. Share. <laughs> I, is that the office life? Is it put your phone in a put cup? Put your phone in a cup, make it louder. Well, I, before I come back to SharePlay, when mm. I'm in the shower, I like to put the phone against the wall so the sound oh, yeah. goes up the wall. <laughs> but uh, with SharePlay, what that is... I think it's called SharePlay. Uh, if I was on the phone to a friend and I started playing a song and they had iPhone and Apple Music, uh, it would automatically try and sync it. So you could say, listen to this song, tap it on your phone, and then it will just ask them on theirs if they want to join in. And they can hear it like clear as day because it just plays through the streaming services. So it's similar. Yeah, very similar. But I, I think it requires you to be on the phone to them. So like it, I don't know, maybe oh, it was a... Oh, that sounds a bit... Yeah, it was like the other day I was on the phone to Dave and I was like, listen to this. And then it offered me SharePlay. And I was like, right, we're trying it. But then he has Spotify because he's a... Uh... Boo! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that the right reaction? Boo! <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so you like the accessibility oh, and workflows. Fair, if we're just going to circle back to that one. When I had my Samsung, yeah. I did enjoy a bit of Spotify premium. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> but now I'm Apple Music. Is... I can sponge off you. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you would uh, say was better on the Samsung? than on the iPhone or is it really just a phone? No, it's just a different way of working, isn't it? Once yeah. you get used to iPhone though, I think every other phone looks confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, I know your nan has asked me for help on her Samsung and I have yeah. to like reach back into some core memories of like, yeah. how do you use Samsung phone to fix things? Because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, iPhone is just easy. I feel like. Do you like think that you would have an? Would you feel like you're? Because now you're in the ecosystem. That's what they call the it when ecosystem. when everything's together. And your devices, you've got an iPad, an iPhone, a Mac. Mm. So Apple Watch. It, and a watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've pretty much got the the start kit. Mm. Uh, if you were to take <laughs> away the the Mac, um, would you feel like so locked into Apple? Is the question because obviously, like you say, most of your functionality is the sharing options. Mm. So I'm just wondering if it's, you know, if, if you didn't airdrop, if you didn't do things on a Mac, would you be inclined to maybe trying something else? Or do you think that now you've, you're just happy with the experience that you get? Um, I think I'd probably stick with Apple because it just makes sense, especially with the way that I work, because I'm a bit chaotic. I need somewhere where I can just collate everything and then share it as I need it without it being a big faff. If something's too difficult... I'll just put it off until the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the yeah. month, <laughs> and then it'll never get done because I just can't be bothered. It sounds like you need I Apple need it reminders. to be easy. Like if it's not easy, I don't want to do it. It wasn't lazy, really. Well, I guess it's just uh, maybe Apple will it's bring. It's just time consuming otherwise. Yeah. And I find now because I put all of my work on my Mac and then I go into work and they've got Windows. That's a fact, because yeah. then I actually have to email myself, like, mm-hmm. links and stuff. It's just a pain. Not that I expect schools to have Apple, because obviously that is never going to happen. Yeah. it's also not like, the Not easiest. feasible, yeah. yeah. 
But I do find it annoying to have to then. Find You've got to find the workflows, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes programs are different across them, and I find that annoying. Yeah, as well. I've got to a, an arrogance level now where somebody goes Windows, and I just go eh, because it's just like I'd never go back. But that's yeah, not, I don't judge them for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like I'm that's happy. Sick. I'm just happy with where I'm at, and then like people judge me just only using Mac, and it's like, come on, I make videos for a living. Like that's all I ever need. So, I but don't obviously. Know. Other people might make videos on Windows and like well, fancy yeah, no, no judgment. home-built computers. No judgment. No, <laughs> no judgment. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's nice to know your favourite features. It's nice to know that you've got uh, a, a history mm-hmm. with Apple um, stemming back. Do you think you're due a new phone anytime soon? or <laughs> Considering mine's a little bit broken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we'll have to see what the 14 when brings. When's yeah. the 14 out? The 14 will be around September, October if Apple get everything It'll all together. It'll be expensive, won't it? Well, we'll see what it has. Hopefully no charger, because MagSafe is no, the No, I don't know about that. It's nice to have a charger. <laughs> How would you charge in the car? You have to buy something Well, I don't have a charger in my car. It just sticks on the pad like normal. It's slower, though. It's not as fast yeah, as Yeah, but a lead is cheaper yeah. than, like, a, what's it called? Like A, a MagSafe charger. A MagSafe charger. Yeah, or a wireless charger. So... Yeah. But no, it's the future. I think Apple will remove. It's the future. I think Apple will remove will remove the charging port before they have to stick I USB-C. I just want to make more money. Well, wouldn't you if you were a business owner? They make enough. <laughs> Goodness me, they make enough. Right, let's go to the next topic part of the the show. So we talked about Apple, we talked about the games. Now it's time to talk about some topics. Mm. And I brought you on here because I feel like you've got some uh, experience of gaming and seeing the effects of gaming in a way that not the average person would see. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, parents could listen to this podcast. You could even share this with some of the parents and say, "Hey, have a listen to this." And get the effects of it so um but yeah we're going to talk more about children and safeguarding uh with apps i'm going to start this off very apple because obviously with the podcast mm-hmm. um i've said in previous podcasts and even on my show on youtube that i think that apple do quite a unique subscription service not only can you get it through the apple app, uh, family plan which means the adults can have the apple plan and it will then go across the children's devices but it also has very limiting uh, online functions like no voice chat no messages nothing so the um, the sort of apple experience that you get from a video game is let's take lego star wars castaways you can walk up to an online player who has a username but you can barely do anything apart from emotes so that's like go up and give them a wave and they might wave back and you can invite to play with them but that is the communication mm. so and that's what i do like about apple because what most of the time Lego, that's Lego Castaways, oh, okay. so that is a, one of the Lego games. But there's a lot of online games that do it. There's um, there's quite a few Disney games as well. Um, but I think that these games would appeal to adults that don't have much of a knowledge of gaming systems. Because obviously the PlayStation and, and even PC are just a bit for free-for-all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for, for this, it's it's a very... It's quite limiting, and I think when you're playing with friends, it's it's very limited if you weren't playing online like with them like in the same room but i feel like if you were old enough to understand the games and understand everything you'd just facetime your friend while playing it so you'd just call them and meet them through the game so it's kind of like that barrier that that i think you just have to get through if that makes sense sort of so but i think apple do a good job with online games i don't think they need to change it like um, Stradali, the racing game that we've played. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Because you don't really communicate, do you? You just no. enjoy playing the game with other people. Yeah, well, you play it with your friends only. Or you actually can have a public 
uh, club on that, but you can't like chat there, you can't message. Mm. Like if you think back to when we played Asphalt Nine, where you joined a club, you could there was a message box that you could message other club members. Yeah. And then you look at Stradali, which doesn't have that. It has a club system, but it doesn't have that chat ability. And that's what I'm saying with like with Apple there. They're obviously aiming at the hassle-free, don't get bad press. But also, it's it's kind safer. of yeah, it's a safer option. So, mm. but what do you know about safeguarding and children in video games? What what's your knowledge so far? Well, every year in schools, you must sort of explain to children online safety. It's like the first unit that you'll do in your computing lessons, um, and children are always really surprised. <laughs> Although some of it is common sense, and they they pick it up straight away. You always get the don't talk to a stranger um what is it don't talk to a stranger don't be mean those sort of things come up but when you really dig deep with them i think it is important to go through it like don't show your address don't necessarily use your real name be aware of the people that you're speaking yeah, to so it's not changed since much. might not be yeah. who you think they are they might be an old person they might not necessarily live in the same area that they're saying they should don't meet up with strangers it's like all of those basic things but then you go through well okay these are the dangers but how do you keep yourself safe because that's your responsibility as well it's like um making sure you're playing appropriate games making sure you've got parental permission um to play those games maybe being supervised for certain ones i know we always always share with the children about roadblocks and how actually it's meant for children a lot older than the ones that play i mean i've got year ones that play roadblocks and they think it's fine but in the grand scheme of things it's not how it's supposed to work because i think it's got is it an age range of like 10 or above or something which is the last year that they would be in primary school for and yet we've got children at the start of primary school playing the same game and obviously they've got round it somehow. I don't know whether you have to like tick a co- yeah. consent box. I don't know because I don't. So how old box. are year ones then? Year ones, they're like five and six. Okay, because I've just googled what the age range for Minecraft is. Mm. So Minecraft is Peggy seven, so that means it's been rated seven, which means seven and above, which mm. I think is actually a decent rating for Minecraft. It's a very creative game, but I'm not sure what Roblox is. I'll have a quick look, but um... it's always it's older than they think it is. Which is really interesting because I think Roblox is a, such a basic game. But can uh, they chat on it? Oh, yeah. But you can chat on Minecraft as well. Limited functionality on the well, version. Well, precisely. That's why it's Yeah, Roblox, Roblox looks like it's also Peggy. I don't know if it's been Peggy 7. I mean, but... I've had year twos tell me that they play Call of Duty. And yeah, just well, think, oh, I don't know how yeah, appropriate bit, that is. That's a bit low. <laughs> so, yeah, age range on games. I mean, it used to be annoying because I think when we used to play them but they weren't online like when we used to play GTA as kids like we're talking yeah 12 year olds playing an 18 game mm. yeah it's not good um, but back then it was a solo campaign and the things that we were more exposed to was the violence but like for me who just played GTA where I just want to drive a car around the city mm. and have a bit of fun I guess that's okay but my parents didn't understand that we still had access to the game it was more through my older brother who was probably 14 at the time so I think siblings do make a big difference if siblings are playing games obviously the younger yeah. ones are going to want to join in mm-hmm. and hopefully be supervised but then the other thing is there is no way that I can stop a class of the children from playing roadblocks yeah. so it's about well if you are this is 
how to keep yourself safe rather than saying don't or you can't because I cannot physically go into their homes and stop them that would be ridiculous but they need to have an understanding of how to keep themselves safe especially in this day and age when there's so much online I do worry but then we've got iPads in school and we use them all the time like we're constantly using the iPads we're very lucky we use them for research and they do play games on them but it's like the school puts the games on there so we have like a set list of games that we can use and they can't go on anything else they don't have like functions to be able to download things or anything but they can get onto google for the research stuff and even then it's got like you know the normal school what's it called not blockings yeah like rmt rmt like barrier stuff where you can't search certain things remote tutor or remote access sort of thing is this i don't know what it's called you know like it will block yeah certain sites yeah it's like that so we've got that we're very lucky and actually just complete side point now the ipads are amazing for children who don't have a strong um yeah like a strong grasp of the written language at the minute because yeah. you do research questions and type them in but they use te- um, what's it called dictation, dictation yeah. all the time so we've taught them how to do that Mate, you make me sound like a year one at this point because I'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah dictation yeah, dictation yeah. <laughs> yeah so you use the dictation for the children who wouldn't be able to type their questions yeah. in and then we've got QR codes which has been a new thing that I have introduced recently yeah. for those who to get them onto specific web pages, to save the faff of trying to search things in Google. Because yeah. as much as I love them to develop those skills, sometimes it takes half an hour of an hour lesson to answer one question when you could just give them a QR code. Which is good practice because they're everywhere. They're literally on any packaging, aren't they? QR codes. Yeah. I know I have sidetracked, sorry. No, no, <laughs> I just got excited. You, you, but, you know, you make your your QR codes through uh, uh, series shortcuts. So that that's above average knowledge. You know, not every Apple... <laughs> Uh, user knows how to do that so and you've implemented that into your workflow so yeah take away the iphone and you're gonna be doing bog standard lessons again just to wrap it back down to that point so um but yeah i think i think what you've been saying is that obviously is the lesson good that that first module that you do is it do you think it makes an impact less of a lesson more of a conversation a bit like a pshe lesson would be a discussion between everybody yeah it's one of those like talk to your partner work Uh what do you already know what's your understanding where is everybody at and then so we'll do like the discussion part and then we do our input of how to keep yourself safe and well actually these are sort of the things you need to be aware of and it's it is like mandatory like there's no opting out of it yeah. but i think that's good and i think parents appreciate that as well because i mean even as a school teacher i don't have the best understanding of children's games because i have no, no children but i don't think all parents are aware of it either. no not at all and not all children are supervised if you've got i don't know a busy evening where you're coming home and children use these things as entertainment i don't see an issue with that as well like you can't constantly provide things for them it's just the way of the world parents are tired but do you think just thinking about like when we grew up Mm. like it's not changed much because that lesson that you said is the same skills i remember being told i think it was probably more my parents than actual teachers at this point but like not to talk to strangers and, and and you know not to use your identity online and things like that but i'm starting to think though that kids are drawn into the same games as adults. So, for example, as a kid, I played Club Penguin. Now, oh, you, you love Club yes, Penguin. Yes, but you would not get many adults on there, and if you did, they were either just enjoying the game 
or mm. well hopefully not for anything bad but like that, we were drawn to games like that Club Penguin what else was there there was RuneScape that was kind of like a teen vibe oh, I don't know that one Ru- yeah it was like RuneScape was the other big MMO that was out there but nowadays when you think about what games kids play and get drawn to is Fortnite and Call of Duty still but do you yeah. think that's because maybe there's older siblings growing up with it and so younger generations want to join in and not just that but some of the games that appeal to children are older games like Minecraft that generations have grown up with. So like yeah. yourself, you're now 26, so you would be an older person on there. But that game still appeals to children like it would have to you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it has got that wide... But also you've got to think as well, though, like when I was a kid, there wasn't many video game toys. Like there were toys that were like Doctor Who figures and an yeah, actual TV show. No, but I'm talking more about the toys, the actual like what, what you like you know you get down the toy aisle and there's Lego and there's all that down yeah. there. Well, like you go down there now and you see a lot of video game stuff. You mm. see a lot of Fortnite characters. I mean, there's a lot of still superhero stuff, but I don't know. Maybe I don't think there is a necessary problem with kids playing those games. And like you say, it is more just about how it affects them and it's how it's managed, see, isn't yeah. it? So I do think Minecraft is definitely the best title released ever. I think it's a good game for everything. You've got adventure creation and I think for, for children. And I know in America they have a, an education version that, that was being tested. I don't know how successful that was, but they used mm. to use Minecraft for lessons. Um, and, you know, it's a, a way of expressing yourself. But, yeah, I think I think with the, with the whole safeguarding, it's about it's more about the parents and, and having I guess a good I'm saying it like I've got what, kids like but yeah but like a good 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 conversation between the kids and what I don't know it's a, it's mm. a it's a difficult one I guess I think as teachers you kind of it's trying to protect those vulnerable children who are more yeah. inclined to be um what's the right word not like taken in by but um well essentially groomed by older people yeah. or even children because um, it's off topic again but safeguarding wise there's been an update last year so 2021 to this piece of legislation which you have to follow it's called keeping children safe in education and they've got a whole um, like added bit about peer on peer abuse because it is increasing children being so unkind that it basically is classed as abuse to other children and now an online platform facilitates that because parents aren't necessarily in the loop teachers have no control over what children are doing outside of school all you can do is address behavior inside school make suggestions yeah. try to protect them but especially that chat function there's a lot of bullying yeah it's there's space for bullying like not even thinking about like the older people and the grooming and stuff but the children two children being unkind and then there's no way to evidence it it's a real tricky one to be honest mm. I have to, you, you, I, I've got I think of another uh, like a reversal I don't know how uh, relevant this is to safeguarding but let, there's a game called Rec Room um, have you heard of that uh, one? Yeah. Is that the VR thing? Well it was on the phones originally um, but there's a lot of kids on that app like a lot of kids and I've played that game because of VR. I wanted to try the virtual reality side of it out, and it was one of the games that offered it on the PlayStation. But I must say, whenever I was in that game, I never ever I didn't, didn't speak to anyone on it because mm. I just felt like I was entering 
an age bracket. I was going down instead of up. So like most kids play the games that they go up to, like Call mm-hmm. of Duty, GTA, all that. But I felt like I was coming into more of a, a kid like a zone. Kid's game, yeah. yeah. So it was like imagine I was in like the wacky warehouse and there was just an adult oh, in no, there. That's what it weird. felt like. Yeah. So yeah, okay. so for me, I I got the experience and it was quite funny that some kids would come up to you and just throw swords at you. I use this, use this, but I never spoke back because at the end of the day. I didn't know what I was going to do to them mm. if they thought, oh, I'm talking to an adult. And then that gets them in trouble. I thought, no, I'm just going to be a ghost. I'm going to sit still. So, but yeah, you reminded me of that one because it's just like, at the end of the day, are, should there be games specifically just mainly for children? Or do you think that... Well, that's how it started, yeah. isn't it? There yeah. are games for children. And it is it is also, I guess, to protect adults as well from being in those situations mm. where you don't know. But then you've got to take that on board as an adult. It's your responsibility to be aware of the fact that that person who says they're, I don't know, 20, whatever, might be a 12-year-old sat at home yeah. being unsupervised. you just got to be mindful all the yeah. time. And VR it's hard because chat. there's no way, really, mm. unless we're going to do ID checks on every single person that signs yeah. up to a game, what are you going to do? You know, there's no way to police it effectively other than to have those report fe- features in place and to give children the knowledge and understanding of how to use them. And when to use them, like if they're worried, speak to an adult, whatever, report it. Mm-hmm. So I you're, know, you're you saying make is it that safer. the best thing is, is that kids just need to be educated on yeah. what games are. But also parents, I think, need to take an interest in what their kids are doing in terms of video games. Because you always get that mum that's just like, oh yeah, Charlie's on the thing, like, you know, the games console. Mm. So I know a lot of parents who've got children and they're doing it quite well. I mean, I used to work in the tech industry, so like obviously their parents know technology so like the switch is like only enabled at certain times and is only enabled to certain games and not got access to the web those control things yeah, yeah. and that's knowing those but then it's kind of annoying as a kid you got all these restricted devices but i think you've got to understand and i've had some of the greatest life lessons and i've learned them myself uh, and it's just that pure coincidence you ever heard about the police car story no. So my dad always used to tell me, don't download music, it's illegal. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. So, so I, one day, he was out, I was using his laptop at the time, and I wanted to make a montage video. So I go upstairs, I'm typing away, I want this so song. You. I copy and paste it, I convert it. Now I go downstairs to go see if he's back to catch me in the, in the, in the, in the, in the act. In the act. Open the blinds, there's a police car outside. So I drop to my knees, I crawl back to the laptop, I could not delete that file as fast as I could. I wanted to get rid of the evidence. Little did I know that it was just that the neighbours <laughs> next door had the police around. But it was a great life lesson. From that point on, I spoke to them, I was like, I'm really sorry I did this. And, you know, it was a good lesson for me because I learned in a very bizarre way. Mm. So, but I felt like I got let off the hook. Oh like, my God. It was, a, it was, it was frightening. Um, but then to find out that actually what I was doing wasn't really illegal. I'm going to put an asterisk on the end of that because I'm never going to promote downloading music. Please do not take Kyle's advice (laughs) (laughs) on legal matters. We have no official understanding. You are responsible for you. (laughs) It depends on the license and of what it was and all that. But, Mm. you know, good lesson. And And now you've got YouTube free music once that stuff called. Well, that's true. Free loyalty. Uh, That's what you should have been after. Yeah. Well, that was before even YouTube was... How long would that have been? I mean, YouTube was a thing. It was a Square video platform then. Um, so yeah, like the, I think we're we're taken away from what we spoke today. Obviously, the schools are doing the best they can, mm. but is it is it down to the parents' knowledge and just the children knowing what they should and shouldn't do? So, so basically, to wrap it up, it's not your responsibility. What you do in your lesson? <laughs> well, no, 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 I, I don't agree with that. It is our responsibility, and 
it's our responsibility to make sure the children are prepared for that sort of thing and then it's teaching children to be responsible for themselves as well mm-hmm. understanding the consequences to behave you know every action has a reaction whether you like it or not and we've got to be thoughtful all the time mm. so positive online which is you know I think that's and there's fine. so many benefits there are so many benefits to all of the online games like the ability to I don't know be creative and have somewhere to escape but I think it's just like everything everything in moderation mm-hmm. yeah. there can be too much of it and then that has its own set of problems yeah it's balancing act always yeah well that's a really interesting topic and that's why I wanted you on the show because like I will just talk about gaming and all that and and things that not everyone can relate to but I think that you've brought some relation relation to the uh, to the podcast oh. so been Thank nice. You. Now, before we finish, we like to finish on with a bit of gaming, and we talk about you and gaming. Okay, uh, <laughs> so the first question we like to do is, uh, what, what as I'm not going to say as a gamer because I don't think you'd class yourself as one of those. You can no. if you want, no, but no, what just... do you play? Is the question. Um... What games? What as simple as something like uh, was it Monument Valley? <gasps> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Monument Valley has oh. a special place in my heart. I remember when I first got Monument Valley I was literally obsessed it was all I did that wasn't a cue I was trying to use no no but like actually whilst I'm on Monument Valley like it actually I just love that game it's so beautiful you do know it's on I have a very strong attachment to Monument Valley I just love it I think Mm. it's beautiful did you ever play the second one yeah was it as good yeah mm. they're amazing I love like I think it's one of those games it's a problem solving yeah. game isn't it well it's a game it's of just perspectives like you know what you beautiful. like you wouldn't mind Frogger the Rumbling Ruins which came out last month well, because it's a similar. very similar game mm. you've got to take little frog around the map and there's like little things it's not as artistic the one thing that Monument Valley did was the art that style art was amazing was just yeah. insane wasn't it, it? It, it I think it, and it, the music and the storyline just everything I just love it so, but those games, by the way, if you are an Apple Arcade subscriber, the two games, Monument Valley, which are available on iPad and iPhone, mm-hmm. um, are on there already. Uh, I didn't think the first one was on there, but when I did the research of the video, they are. So, and it's a puzzle game, and you you got to rotate the map, and you've got to get. Um, I wanted to say Poe, but that is not the name of the character. So. Oh, don't put me on the spot after I've just said how much I like it. I can't think. <laughs> it's Ava. Maybe. It, it's very. It is a short name. Um, so, what well, she's. Just googling it, so so we'll have a look. Um, but yeah, there's um, obviously there's that you do like a puzzle game, and, and we've talked about mm. some of the games that you have played on Apple Arcade as you are a subscriber. The question is, can you find Ida? Ida not Ava, Ida, Princess Ida. So definitely not Poe. No. <laughs> so, but in terms of other games, what else have you played? What is something else that you have enjoyed and played, or playing currently? I like that jigsaw bomb. That's yeah, good. we're not just strictly talking Apple here. Oh, just like in general. Yeah, we're talking in general. Gen- oh god, that's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> I like a little number matching game. <laughs> it's probably like I don't know. It's just a bit mindful, isn't it? Well, I put it's matching another... numbers. I like it. Mm. A jigsaw game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like anything that takes too much time. Oh, I like gaming in general. Yes. Is that why you're looking at yeah, me yeah, yeah. Oh, I like For the King. Yeah, so Correct answer. So, yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> See, I know, I know her very well. That's why I know most of the answers to the questions. It's like, it's like I'm... I'm like, where are you going with this? You're cards. just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? So For the King, for anyone who doesn't know, it's, it's um, a console platform game. It's... Uh, you get roles yeah. and movements. Any and of missions. you that are Stranger Things Side fans, quests. 
and want to try Dungeons and Dragons, but know that that wouldn't be for you because it's a lot of effort, a lot of reading, and you've got to get everybody there. It's basically a mini version of Dungeons and Dragons in my mind. It's a quest game that you go and play, and it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And it's pretty. I think I like pretty games as well. That yeah. sounds so dumb, doesn't it? I like pretty games, but I do. It's nice. And the, the progression's nice. The only thing I hate is that when you die, you die, and that's just soul-destroying, well, to be yeah. honest. Says the one who plays XCOM. But then you're the reason that we die when I play with you. That's rude. No, just be honest, though. You steal all my coins, so... Um, But yeah, so that's games you play. Mm. Is there any game that you think... I I don't know whether you'll get this one, because, again, you don't play many console games Mm. or games in general, but is there any games that you think could be on the iPhone without limitations, which means you don't need to know how how the techniques work? That aren't already. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's an impossible question. There's so many on there how would you know what it's what what is missing i don't know well, i suppose but you don't have to answer the question we can move to the next one if you want mm, i just, thought i just did that was my answer well yeah <laughs> i mean it'd be nice to have a game like for the king on there i think that'd be quite cool so oh, i don't know because well, i think it would end up oh the only thing i hate about phone games yeah adverts yeah well that's why and <laughs> that is adverts. why Ooh. and that is why you should be a subscriber to <laughs> apple arcade because this is a platform with no microtransactions oh. No adverts. Is there any game that you've played on your iPhone that you think, actually, that could be an Apple Arcade game? Like, think of a game that's got ads in that ruins the experience. Yeah, have another game. <laughs> if you want a hint, you have to watch, like, three videos, like, 30 seconds worth of videos. And I just can't stand it. Literally, I will close the app and reopen it to try and avoid watching the video, which probably takes me 30 seconds, but it's my 30 seconds then. I'm not watching a video. <laughs> I refuse, because then there's these stupid video adverts, you know, and it's like, touch yeah. here. And as soon as you touch it, it takes you to the app store and you're like you lied because <laughs> some of them are interactive and some of them aren't like if you've actually got something for me to do yeah fair play i'll give it a go but if you're just conning me you can get in the bin <laughs> that's you know that you you've you've hit the nail on the head there perfectly because the number game would fit in apple arcade pretty well i've seen you play it mm. and to be honest there is a section for those types of games like word laces i think is on on apple arcade i, I could be wrong there's definitely oh no that's on that's on a different platform um but there's um a quite a few I think it is Word Laces. I think Word Laces is on there. But there are a few Word games on there, um, which are for more the thinkers mm. than the than the gamers. So <laughs> thinkers is definitely a good <laughs> genre of person. Are you a thinker or are you not a thinker? <laughs> so, but I struggle with those games because I don't like crosswords. Because <laughs> you're not a thinker. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a creative. I like to play with things. I like to make things. Even when we play for the king, you're like, what does it say? <laughs> Can you read it? Yeah, because that that game. Lacks narration, and I need narration. I've told you, I'm a man of dictatorship. Well, maybe you I need like to tell them that, like, if you've got a speech bubble, you need yeah. a little volume thing next mm. to it. But I'm pretty sure you'd skip it anyway, wouldn't you? Well, I think it depends. I know that for video games, voice acting is a lot of work, and that's why there is a lot of games out there, especially the Japanese, that haven't been translated at all because, like, it's just a lot of work. Mm. Um, the original Monster Hunter game. I couldn't tell you what happened. I just spammed X and then there's a monster. So like, <laughs> and there was a video the other day I was doing on the channel, Frogger, the Rumbling Ruins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, skip, skip, skip. And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm going to let you go. This is why I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I knew what was going on. I just, I thought, but what if they want to read it? And then, you know, stop pausing the video so they can read it. So yeah, I made the executive decision to try and read it. And you can hear me skipping words because I just can't do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 skip. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think the numbers game 
game. Could you describe what you have to do on that? Because I don't, I don't know. I see. Yeah, you've got like a grid uh-huh. of mixed up numbers, mm-hmm. and you can only match them if you've got the same number, like in a diagonal mm-hmm. or right next to it. If it's the same number or like a number bond to ten, so like nine and one, two and eight, three and yeah. seven, that sort of thing. And how do you fail? Uh, if you don't get rid of all of your numbers, okay. you can't match them all. So if I had a and row, if I had a row and there was like a three, a seven, a six, a four, and all that, and if I went right, okay, well, no, only if they were next to each other or diagonal. But was, oh, and if they make a number of ten, if they make a number bond to ten, or if they're like a double, so if you've got seven and seven, oh, and then you would then move. Oh, it's a bit. So you it's can't like, move them. Yeah, but when you match them, you can them, add then like another move. layer underneath to try and get rid of but them. But if you match them, do they then shrink down in size? So like, let's they say they don't shrink. No, that's it. They're gone. They're gone from the. No, grid. but let's say you had a two, a five, a five, and then a an eight. Could I go five and five, and then the eight and the two would come together? Oh, sort of. I yeah. might have to show you. It's called if anyone wants yeah. to know. Number match <laughs> by um, Easy Brain. Yeah, so that is available on iPhone. I'm not sure if it's available yeah. on iPad, but it might be worth trying. So, like at the minute, this is definitely not going to come on my App Store Grapes channel. I've seen you play. Can it, you yeah. see like three? And three oh, I see. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just I don't know. You can't match them because you've got stuff in the way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a time waster, but I like to be occupied all the time. Mm. I think my brain just needs to be like, what can I do now? Have you ever had any games that made you fall asleep? Like you used to boot up. To help you fall asleep. What, like a game I don't enjoy? No. So I'll give you a, a good example of this. A hundred balls. I would always fall asleep playing that game. It's just Is so. Is that why you have to try and catch them all? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be asleep Everyone by the second. I was obsessed with that in school. I never got into that though. Yeah, hundred balls, and that also had like ads that were like that. Oh. So. Because no, then I've got the the balls that you match the colours. I yeah. think I like matching games. Yeah. Revelation. But then again, you could. But maybe that's just like because that goes into your teaching. Like, how do you teach kids simple games like that? You do number games, like not the game. Go have play this game, but mm. you would do similar experiences, match the colors, do like you like yeah, simple basically. games, and I guess that that's probably how you can relate to the children as well, like <laughs> the simplisticness of mm. it. So. Oh well, I don't know. Sometimes they teach me things. Honestly, children are amazing. They know much more than you think they do. So basically, what I've learned is protect them at all costs. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> they are the future. Ah. So, right, I think that is... I, I, I was going to say, is it a dark podcast? Certainly not. It's definitely something that we learn. No, I, I was just thinking like dark. different vibe. Like, I think uh, we when I'm with another person... I thought you were going to go, and that is a rap. <laughs> no, no, no. When you're with someone else, you've got... that is a dark podcast. ...a similar oh. level of, like, knowledge. Like, you sort of bounce off each other. But today, I feel like I've learned a bit. I've got to know the, e- the ecosystem. No, I've got no. to know the education system. <laughs> so, and you've got to know the, the, the ecosystem. I've tried. Um, but yeah, it's been nice to see from a perspective that not everyone gets to see. You know, we're not all teachers. We've mm-hmm. all been in school, but we're always, you know, on the other end of it. But you get the reversal where you can, you know, take what you've learned, especially in schools, and and then take your knowledge. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll be their video game expert by the end of the year. So, no, no <laughs> not for that. No, so this no. has been uh, level with me. You got nothing to plug, um, nothing no. you want to announce. Um, so no. I guess I'll take that stint then. So anything we'll for you, Kyle? What well, would you like to announce on your level with me podcast? Well, I don't. I don't really. Obviously, if you're not, there'll be a new video this week. <laughs> no, but there will be, and a podcast coming shortly. <laughs> so obviously. If you're new around here, the iOS Arcade is a YouTube channel that I run uh, currently on my own. I have a few friends that are 
coming in and helping things but we obviously make a lot of videos about the ios arcade and we also have a, another series called app store great so if you're after a game and you're not part of the arcade subscription you can find some games but they will have advertisements in but that is obviously on youtube <laughs> just type in the ios arcade warning now what is Really frustrating. I I just think because of like being an Apple Arcade subscriber, I really got into mobile gaming as a gaming platform. Yeah. But I think it's tainted by ads. The actual Mm. non-experience, like what you said, it like takes you out the element of that numbers match. So annoying. So like, I really do go to town, and Apple must be like thanking me, like thank you for pushing (laughs) that there are no microtransactions, there is no adverts, and of all things. If you're at work playing the game and you get home, you can boot it up on the TV. Do they do age ratings on them? I'm not too sure on the platform, but I'm sure that when you... interesting? When I wonder you... if there are on... Because I don't know. Like on that Apple... What's it called? There Premium. is. The, the, is so when you set a child, a child account up... Does it show like games for children? I don't. I, yeah, I think it won't allow them to download it. Because so, I remember when Corey was 17 and he was in my subscription and every app he wanted to download it was Did like... Did you make it like... It, it was requesting consent? me, but I lived with him so it was okay. He was like, will you download this app for me? Yeah, sure. Put the password in. So all that for free music. He could have been, you know... But now he's an adult, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do miss the power. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, this has been the Level With Me podcast. We will be bringing one in two weeks' time uh, with the new releases. Uh, We'll have another guest. I don't know who it's going to be yet. Um, But we'll be talking about the new releases of August and what will be coming out then. And we'll try and get another topic uh, that's to do with Apple or something, you know, something that you can listen to this podcast and feel like you've either learned something or got a conversation with somebody to have. So, you know, you come in, oh, I learned about this, about what teachers say in schools. That's what we're trying to achieve on this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I don't know if you want to say anything else, apart Uh, apart from be safe online, I guess. (laughs) Stay safe. (laughs) Thanks for having me. But yeah, no, no, it's been a pleasure. And uh, hopefully, uh, I think we're on Google Podcasts now. I, I submitted it earlier, but if you're not, you can find this on an unlisted video on the channel. Um, if you want to listen to previous episodes uh, or if you're on Apple Podcasts you can subscribe on there and we try and release them every two weeks but thank you very much for coming on thank you for listening as well listeners and uh, we hope you enjoyed this one because it's a different vibe to what I've normally done I've done three episodes and this one is well out there so let's see what people think and maybe we'll do more I've enjoyed it more discussion well that's what a podcast is it's just it's a waffle so people just like background noise and that, that's what we're trying to feel <laughs> yeah exactly so thank you and we will see you in another episode we'll hear you no we won't you'll hear us yeah. Woo.